Elsewhere in these podcasts, I've said that when I read to my students, or when I read to my students, I don't have students anymore to read to because I'm no longer in the classroom. But when I read, when I read to students, I would try to pick books that were of a high enough quality that the students would be challenged and I would have to help them reach the challenge of understanding the story and the unfamiliar cultures and the words that were used and grow because of the ideas and the situations that each of the Newbery Award-winning books presented. And over the years, as I think back, there were many, many books that I read for pleasure that were Newbery Award-winning books that told stories from different cultures and different eras in world history. The book that won the... 2021 Newbery Award for Fiction for Children was When You Trap a Tiger. And the book was written by Ty Keller, who was born and raised in Honolulu, where she grew up on purple rice, spam musubi, and her Halmoni's tiger stories. She lives in Seattle, and you can be sure this will not be the last book that she writes because the way she writes is fantastic. So what's the story about? At the beginning of the story, we meet Lily and her sister and her mother and her Halmoni, or grandmother, Lily and her family move in with her sick grandmother. We find out she's sick after the first couple of chapters. We meet them when the two sisters are traveling to their sick Hamoni's home in another city. It's never made clear where that is. And... When we meet the Halmoni, it's easy to understand that she has not really become completely adapted to the modern American world that they live in. She is still, a part of her still treasures her Korean roots. And... Very quickly, we learn that the Halmoni is sick. In fact, she's dying. And part of the story is how the two sisters and the mother come to accept that the grandmother is dying. But at the beginning, we learn because the Halmoni tells these stories about tigers and tigers that kept secrets that Halmoni stole. And now the tigers want them back. In fact, at the very beginning of the book, Lily sees a tiger on the road, and then she sees the tiger in the Halmoni's basement. And the Halmoni stories 
tell Lily in her own way that she's got to get that tiger to save her grandmother. She's got to catch that tiger. And when one of the tigers approaches Lily with a deal, return what her grandmother stole in exchange for Halmoni's health, Lily's tempted to agree. So she tries to figure out how she can catch the tiger. With the help of her sister and a new friend, Ricky, Lily slowly comes to understand not only how sick Halmoni is, but how she can bargain with the tiger and with herself to save the grandmother's future, but not her health. So Lily has to develop courage, and we learn how Lily develops courage and how her sister and her mother develop it. It's a fantastic story. It's hard to understand at times because it's written from a point of view of a Korean child growing up in the United States. And it's written with that Korean background woven into the story so that we get a feel for the world that Lily is growing up in and how she's attempting to adjust to the world that she lives in. It's one of those books that when you read to a child or you read to children or their child reads themselves, they need to help. They need to see that even though Lily is half Korean, that she's still like them. And that there are many lessons that are common to whether you were raised by a Korean Halmoni or a an Eastern European uh, boba or a nana or a gram from England or whatever. So what kinds of activities can you do with your child or your children that would help them come to understand this book better? First of all, literacy and how stories and folktales are told helps us understand our culture and the culture of others. How, what is the culture of Korea like? What do we learn about the culture of Korea by reading this book? A child could make a list or give a report on all the different things that he or she has learned about Korea and Korean children. Another project related closely to the first one is a whole thing about Korean foods. There are recipes and foods required for preparation that play a role in the story. And so if you're doing this with the class, you could have a day when you make rice cakes and when you talk about the ingredients or you visit a store that <coughs> specializes in foods for the Orient. Or if you're lucky and you live in a big city, especially for Korean 
uh, foods. You can do a search online and find out where all the ingredients come from. There's so many ways in which you can branch out from the idea of Korean foods. Making and serving the dishes, finding out where the foods, where the, what f- the foods need to be prepared and where those ingredients come from and what they're like compared to what we're used to. In conjunction with that, the class could have a Korean feast, making the meal and taking pictures of it as it progresses and post the pictures to a social communications website. The whole class could get involved, maybe invite somebody who specializes in making Korean foods, look for somebody in the school who could do that and help the children understand what's involved in preparing and eating. Because it's the book is about a Korean background for Lily, this is a good book to talk about diversity of the students in the classroom. And the students could do a survey about where the children's parents and grandparents came from. They could do the whole school or just the classroom and do uh, and keep track of whose background is French and whose background is Spanish and whose background is Mexican and whose background is Guatemalan or whose background is from Eastern Europe and so on. And there could be a world map on the wall in the classroom with pins from the different places where people in the classroom, their backgrounds are from, and pictures of people from that background. You could show where everybody came from. There are so many different ways in which you can take a book like this and have wonderful conversations about how was the experience of Lily the same as the experience of someone else in the classroom? How do we deal with death of a member of the family? What's it like? Is there somebody who can share the experiences they've had? Chances are there are other people in the class or in the school who have lost a relative, a parent maybe even, or a grandparent, and they can share what it was like to have to confront that and deal with it, and what, what, it, ha- what it means for a family. We could also, you could also talk about how families pull together in the time of loss and what do the families in different communities do? How is, how is losing someone in the Korean community different from losing someone in, the, in a Lithuanian or Ukrainian community? Or how is it different if you're Muslim or Jewish when someone dies? And what do we believe about the spirit? There's so many different things you could do with this book. I loved reading it. And I know there are lots of girls especially, but boys and girls, because they're both in the storyline, who would enjoy hearing it. Again, it's 
When You Trap a Tiger by Ty Keller, the 2021 Newbery Award winner. <laughs> 